Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. You're here with me, Danko, on Joe Money. And joining me in the studio is Adrian Abraham as well. Good morning, Adrian. Good morning, Dan. All right, Adrian, you know, with the festive holiday season fast approaching, right? Do you have any holiday plans? You know, I want to make the change this year. The last four Christmases, I've worked on Christmas Eve, yeah. I've worked on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, don't tell my boss, but uh, <laughs> I do want to change things this year. Also, we want to make the most of our annual leave. Yeah. During the pandemic, we weren't able to go out as much. But you have to do consider, if you don't do that short getaway to mm. Southeast Asia, yeah. you need more time, particularly in Europe, which is a focal point of our conversation today. Exactly. And uh, there's this notion that Europe tends to be a little bit expensive yes. as Especially, I mean, to me, winter season as well, because mm. people love to travel there during the cold season. And given the rising cost of living as well, it can be a little bit tough to budget for a trip to Europe. Absolutely. You yeah. said it there. The common denominator is how we budget for mm. these trips with the rise um, in cost of living and um, our daily essentials. And of course, planning these trips, because it's it's good from a mental perspective that yeah. we need these breaks. We need we to do. recharge and rejuvenate and yes, um, Really get out there again. Completely agree with you on that. And that is why this morning we've brought a very, very special guest to answer all your questions when it comes to travel, particularly in Europe, and how you can make the best out of your trip. Celebrity yacht chef Lisa Mead as a jack of all trades, her years of expertise as a yacht chef has led to her to some interesting ports and colourful career as both a chef and an artist. Let's welcome on the show today, Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm really great. Thank you guys for having me. All right, Lisa. Now, before we talk about some of the best travel advice around Europe, I'd like to talk a little bit more about your journey as a celebrity chef. Why not share with us some of your interesting stories that you've, uh, you've come up with over the years? Sure. Yeah, so I've been in the industry for about 27 years. I started in the Caribbean and then I've worked in the Mediterranean, Fiji and Australia. So I've worked on private luxury yachts that uh, regular people can book if they choose to, but they're owned by very wealthy people. But there are all varieties of levels of boats that you can go on. So it could be more medium income or like millions of dollars worth of boat. Wow. So the boats that I've worked on mostly have been what they call super yachts. Okay. Um, So I've had the chance, obviously, to cook for some pretty interesting people. Mm. Yeah, Lisa, we've heard um, how fun it can be on the yacht. But just as I was picking up my phone this morning, I saw a text message from you about something you wanted to talk about. And I said, (laughs) let's do it. Uh, It involves pirates. It involves sinking yachts. Uh, Tell us about this and how you're still alive and sat here in this room with us. Yeah, right. Exactly. So we were anchored off the island of St. Vincent, which is in the Grenadines in Mm. the Caribbean. And we'd stopped in an area that was a little dodgy. It was off the map. It was a place that you're normally not meant to stop at. It's kind of a little bit of a poorer area. And we were just finishing lunch before we were heading off to the next island. And I happened to be up on the foredeck um, because the captain had asked me to bring the anchor up. So there's a button on the foredeck. And I heard this sort of commotion out the back end of the boat, the stern of the boat. And I could see this dinghy full of what looked like pirates coming up with machetes. So do they look like the, I mean, the pirate caps and everything? (laughs) I can just picture the the movie. Pirates of the Caribbean. I am the captain now, is it? Not quite, no. (laughs) 
they were they were just dressed in a normal fashion, but they did have some pretty big machetes. They oh, all boy. had a machete in their hand. Yeah. And they were wanting to board the vessel and obviously do bad things. Um, and so the captain was yelling out to me, get the anchor up now. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Oh, <laughs> dear. It's like a steady motion. It doesn't go fast or slow. So I was just putting my foot on the button, praying that this thing wouldn't sort of stop halfway up. Yeah. But uh, he convinced the pirates that we had guns below, which we didn't. Wow. So that if they decided to board the vessel, that there were crew down below that would then bring up the guns. Yeah. And so these guys decided maybe it wasn't such a clever idea to – you know, guess second guess whether there were guns or not. Yeah. So anyway, the captain ended up saying, look, you can't take our money or, you know, do bad things to us, but what if I give you some cold beers instead? Oh. And they were like, okay. <laughs> so we had the hand and over cold beers and off they went. So that was the end of the pirate story. It's a happy ending. <laughs> it's a very, very happy ending. Come on. Beer. It connects everyone. Peace and right? harmony Peace for and everybody. Harmony. Yeah. 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 I'm glad to hear that you're doing fine and it was a good. good happy ending as well. Yeah. Now, Lisa, why don't talk to us about some of the the food that you cook, what kind of cuisine do you make, and uh, how how is it like on board as compared to working at restaurants? Yeah, it's a real learning curve, and a lot of rest. I started off in restaurants. Um, a lot of restaurant chefs really struggle for the changes. One being that in a kitchen you've got a lot of staff assisting you, so there's you know obviously dishwashers, prep chefs, sous chefs, etc. Mm. On a boat, you're generally it, or you may have a sous chef with you, depending on the size of the boat. Mm. Stewardesses that are like waitresses. Um, so there's a lot more work that you're taking care of, mm. um, and you have to be very good at all types of cuisine because these people that are coming on board are very wealthy. They've travelled a lot, mm. and they expect whatever they want and wow. you've just got to make it happen Yeah, and maybe you know they want some specific thing like it might be kangaroo meat and you're you know somewhere in the middle of nowhere in the Caribbean so you have no budget you can get whatever you need so you then call your wholesaler who ships it in or flies it in real quick to wherever the boat's going to next so you've got to think on your feet all the time yeah, I like the fact that you don't have a budget. You can get yeah. almost yeah. Um, anything. It's good. Yeah, you've had a fantastic career, Lisa, from the stories you've given us. Let's uh, focus on traveling around Europe, particularly yachting. A lot of Singaporeans love to travel mm. to Europe, particularly now we've got the uh, festive season fast approaching. On average, how much would it cost to travel to Europe? I mean, what are some of... Um, the more affordable countries to explore within the region? Well, I, I'm going to sort of pick on Italy this time around just okay. because that's where I've just come from. Yeah. Um, what I would suggest, if you want to do something that's a little bit different, rather than your regular bus tour, um, you know, where you hop from hotel to hotel and see stuff on a bus, why not do a cycling trip, which is what we've actually just done. I did a mother-daughter trip just recently mm. um, where we booked Mac Tour Adventures and what you can do with that company is you can do self-guided tours where they give you the itinerary, they book the hotels, breakfast is included, you find where you want to go for dinner and you have like a 50-kilometre ride to each destination each day. Wow. It's not difficult. You can rent e-bikes or you can rent mountain bikes, whatever your comfort zone is. And it depends on the cost of you know your budget as to where you sit with the hotels. Um, I think the trip that we did, now this is coming from Australia, mm. not Singapore, was probably about uh, 14000 Australian dollars all mm. up, including airfares, 
the tour and accommodation. For two person. For two people. That's okay. That's How's yeah. the terrain? Yeah. Um, it, some of it is a bit mountainous. Okay. We yeah. did the e-bike thing, so ah, dead yeah. easy with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't want to tie yourself out too much, right? You still want to enjoy. No, you want to be able to walk the next day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we yeah. went to uh, Puglia, which is in the south of okay. Italy, and it's kind of a a neat area because it's not overrun with tourists. The, the Italians tend to go there for their vacations because it's away okay. from the usual suspects, yeah. Venice, Florence, you mentioned you'd be yeah. into. Um, and it's it's beautiful. I mean, there's just gorgeous coastal areas to go to um, and it, it's less hectic, yeah. you know. It's a, such beautiful scenery, olive trees and yeah. lemon trees and just the water's crystal clear and beautifully wow. blue. I mean, it's stunning. Wow, it sounds like a lot. That's uh, Puglia, right? Puglia, yeah. Right. I'm, I think I'm going to plan a trip there. Thanks a lot for that, Lisa. <laughs> well, I mean, at least for most of the friends I've spoken to as well, Europe, a trip to Europe would all, almost always lead to one breaking the bank. And I've been to Europe last year as well, I think sometime in August and was, I must say, quite expensive considering I've been to the, yeah, the usual suspects, Rome, Venice, Florence. So is it really necessary to for us to burn a hole in our wallets to have a good time in Europe? No, and some smart things to do, um, little hacks there, is find out where the locals go. Don't go to the tourist restaurants. You know, save your money and go to really good local places. Okay. Um, uh, just an easy example of a, a not a tourist restaurant is seeing a menu that doesn't have pictures of the food next to it. Oh, pictures. Yeah, pictures okay. means touristy ripoff. Right. <laughs> so that, that's a good sign. Um, okay. If, if you're staying in an Airbnb, which I highly recommend because um, it's actually – less expensive than staying in a hotel, right. then go to the markets and buy your fresh produce and your, whatever it is, your meats that or fish that you want. Mm. Cook it at home, save some money that way. Um, this, we stayed at some gorgeous Airbnbs, absolutely beautiful and very inexpensive. Again, obviously go on the site and cruise through all the different possibilities. Mm. Everyone was fantastic and the yeah. people that we met that you know introduced us to the properties were all Amazing, amazing people. Wow. We need your recipe, Lisa, your yeah. secret recipe as well. You need to share with us so that we can cook overseas as well. <laughs> yeah, it's just good, like, buying the stuff. But I think we need to uh, actually make it taste good. And that's where uh, you know, you're yeah. a trump card there. <laughs> the cycling tours you were talking about comes up to around $6,000 Sing dollars per person, just mm. over. Right. Let's talk about cruises. In terms of budget-friendly options, what do you have for us today? Yeah, so my suggestion, if you, there, there are plenty of options out there. Cruise ships are a great way to go because obviously you can, uh, there's a site called cruisecompete.com. Mm -hmm. What that does is it gives you all the options in all areas of the world, um, such as the Mediterranean, the Caribbean, the Pacific, um, the Americas, and you can pinpoint exactly the type of boat you want to go on, what you want to spend. If you want to go for something where it's just your family and friends, which is the area that I work in, there is a budget for everybody. There's sort of, you know, the very bottom, you know, basic budget to obviously super yachts. Yeah. com is my website. I'm happy to assist anyone that wants more information on the private yachting industry. Mm. With those type of boats, again, they charter all over the world. You can have uh, sailing yachts, the monohull or catamarans, where it's just you and your family or friends. Mm. Um, boats take up to 12 guests at max. 
Mm. Um, so that spreads out nicely for like an eight-day, seven-night trip. Mm. Um, you get a captain and a chef and sometimes a stewardess with you for the week. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about the cooking. Someone cleans your room. Mm. They work out the itinerary for you for the week. So in advance, you already know where you're going to be going. You, you work with the crew on where you want to go. And it's just a really cool experience because you're you're not stuck with a whole bunch of people on a ship. Mm. Um, so there's you know, lots of different ways of doing this. I see. All right. Well, let's just say, imagine we haven't gone on a holiday for a very long time and we have tons of money in our bank that we want to just splurge. So the ultimate level of luxury, what does that look like? You can go on a super yacht with a helicopter and a submarine. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared of submarines. Yeah. Are you? Oh, <laughs> After well, what you happened. Oh, yeah. yeah gosh, yeah. That, was, that was pretty scary, it right? Was. Yeah. 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 Um, you could look at anything from, gosh, you know, 100000 for the week to $3 million US. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you're... I mean, she did say helicopter, so yeah. and a yeah. super yacht. <laughs> yeah. I kind of regret I asked, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks. The yeah, the sky's the limit on that one. Makes yeah. it work that much harder. It, yeah. uh, on, those, on those boats, you have up to 60 crew on board. That's not the guests. That's just the crew. Wow. wow. They're to huge. manage To manage that yeah. much. I Well, I mean, that's something to look forward to if How I've, cool would that be? It would be suddenly very My cool to try and one. going to have one of those boats. He's going to own it. Oh, is that right? Oh. Yeah, in my dreams. Ah. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> One can ask, only dream. Yeah. <laughs> One can only dream. But yeah, thanks a lot for that. Um, but when it comes to cruises, how should we approach it? And what? how should we plan for a cruise? And, you know, what are the things that we need to think through, especially when it comes to budgeting for a cruise? So um, as far as the cruise goes, um, it just depends on work out what your budget is. Again, with I would recommend probably doing the cruise ship thing first. Okay. They, are, they have very inexpensive packages that really cover uh, all um, backgrounds of, of people and what, what you afford to pay. Yeah. As far as what you should think about bringing with you, do you mean, on the sh- on the ships or on the boats? Yeah. Um, so you always want to pack fairly light because mm. um, you're basically going to live in, you know, summer clothing, mm. swimwear, and that's about it. Yeah. And boats have everything. So they've got all the adapters for wherever you are. Um, so as far as, you know, stuff, you don't really need to bring too much, just your iPhone, maybe your laptop and a, a little bit of clothing. Mm. Is there anything that we should be worried about, like uh, pirates, pirates attacking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It depends. No. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> In the Grenadines, there are, most boats won't go to dodgy places because it's just not a good idea for their guests. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're really safe pretty much anywhere in the world. It, it's very rare for something like that to happen that happened to me. Mm. In general, that never happens. I see. Yeah. But okay. sinking boat story as well. Oh, yeah. dear. Let's yeah. hear about that. <laughs> yeah. Because you survived the pirates. Yeah. And the sinking boat. And the sinking, and the sinking boat, right? Boat. Tell us what, more what about the sinking uh, experience. I was working on this luxury motor yacht and we were coming into an anchorage in the British Virgin Islands. The guests had very kindly offered to take all the crew out to dinner. So I was in the crew quarters um, showering and getting ready to change into casual clothing. And all of a sudden we just stopped dead in the water and all the, the like the the water stopped, the lights went out, and I'm thinking, hmm, that's a little weird. So I thought, I better put my crew uniform on just in case. And I went to open the door, and the water was literally coming up to my knees as I opened up 
we were in the lower level of the boat. Oh, and the engine room door was wide open and there'd been an issue with water coming through there and it was flooding like a, a waterfall. It's like the Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I, of course, ran PTSD. upstairs. <laughs> we had repeat guests that had been with me many, many times on many different charters. So yeah. I knew them very well. And so I explained, guys, you need to pack what is important to you because we'll be leaving the boat. I will take you ashore in the dinghy. The other two crew were going to stay there and just wait for help. Um, and I had one lady who was a little bit high maintenance. And okay. as I'm racing back and forward to get things, she sort of stopped me and said, Lisa, when you've got a minute, I'd really love a little platter of nibblies if that's okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Like my poker face was like... Um, while, uh, while it's sinking, yeah, she wants like, some. <laughs> Shelby, you might want to go and just grab some clothing or whatever it is you need because yeah. we've got to go. <laughs> yeah, we can eat later. Yeah. <laughs> Priorities first. Right. Thanks a lot for that, Lisa. Now, I understand also that you have quite a bit of uh, plan for the rest of the year. So why not share with us what's in your pipeline? Yeah, so coming back from the Caribbean wasn't exotic enough. My next step is going to Bali. Oh. Um, I have built up a big client base with my American clients over the years, and um, they love traveling, but they haven't really seen a lot of Asia. So I've come up with this idea of um, booking luxury villas in Bali, mm. where we do different types of retreats. Uh, it could be indulgence, so massages and facials and all sorts of exotic things. It could be corporate, where it's team building for mm. the week, or it could be like um, sort of spiritual, where you get in touch with your feelings, yoga, meditation classes. Wellness, yeah, I yeah. So I come with the guests for the week. I, I cook for them, and I'm sort of the in-house concierge. So I sort of hold their hands. But, I mean, it's open to anyone in the world that wants to do it. Uh, com. if you're interested, feel free to reach out. Um, again, it's different budgets for different people. It's not all super fancy. It's yeah. whatever works for the group. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely yeah. love Bali. Before we so, uh, wrap this up, I need to get your thoughts on, because we've talked about mainstream Italian locations, but can you tell us a few more hidden gems that are that of course the locals know very well but maybe some of the tourists from here don't or aren't aware of in italy in italy yeah yeah so uh sorrento and lecce um i highly recommend beautiful coastal areas um great food at very reasonable prices Mm. uh in lecce i actually did a a pasta class with uh a chef there and he does private classes in villas if you're renting an airbnb or you can go to his house i think his house was like 200 years old and wow it it was super cool to deal with it's a nice way of kind of getting into the community and meeting somebody so that was a really cool experience um and yeah just um on taranto is another area in Puglia region. It's also mm. really beautiful. Well, beautiful areas to swim. Um, obviously, great riding areas as yeah. well. Yeah, it's always all about the bicycles as well. Yeah. The bicycles and the scooters, I believe, they have their oh, rented. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good and cheap uh, and affordable way to travel around Italy as well. Considering you need to walk quite a bit. Yes. Now, before we let you go, Lisa, share with us as we approach close to the end of this year. How do you think we should approach budgeting when it comes to traveling to cruises? or maybe a travel to Europe or any other place in the world, what should we keep in mind? How do we stretch that dollar? Yeah. yeah. How do you focus on a budget that can help you yeah. get to that goal? Yeah. Make the most out I'll of it. I'll go with the food angle of things. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, if you're budgeting for a week's worth of food, it's a good idea to plan out a menu a week in advance. I know that can be a, a bit of a tricky thing to do. Yeah. But it really is a good way of um, spending less. So mm. if you've got all your 
different areas of food lined out, like your dry stores, your fresh food, uh, your meat and seafood. When you go to the shops, you're less likely to spend stuff that you didn't really want to. Look for store brands. I don't know if in Singapore in the supermarkets, do you have store brands? Yeah, we Specific do. to those supermarkets, yeah. you, can, you can save 20 to 30% wow. off your bill just doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that makes a big difference. Um, okay. I, I, I would just, you know, focus on just being really careful with um, your lists and then that way you'll save money when you go into the shops. Mm. Fantastic, Lisa. It's been such a pleasure having you on our show today. And we really had a lot of, uh, we had a good, very good time you know, with you sharing all your stories on the cruise as well. Yeah, especially the pirates. <laughs> yeah, especially with the pirates. Um, do stay safe though. Okay? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, but um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Lisa. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. All right, we've been speaking to Lisa Mead, the celebrity yacht chef, talking about how you should be approaching your trip to Europe if you're planning one this year, how you should budget for it and maybe some of the cruises that you may want to consider as well. Continue to keep it right here with us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.